Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back for another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And I am so excited about today's guest. It is something definitely different that we've never done before, but I have Ashley Beaver here with me, and she is representing Moms in the Making. Hey, Ashley. Hi, how are you doing? I'm so good. I'm excited to, to hear what you have to talk about today. Yes, I'm so excited to be here and to be able to talk about something that is not really talked about on yeah. many different platforms. Yeah. Um, so I am here to talk to you about Moms in the Making. Um, Caroline Harris is the maker of this nonprofit, and she originally started it back in Dallas, Texas in 2013, um, just in her own home as a way for her to find people in her local area um, to meet up with and just to have that support group um, as she was going through infertility. Um, it turned into a nonprofit in 2017, and they have had four conferences since then. The conferences, um, people just get to come from all over and be together and worship together and spend time together. It is now an international nonprofit. We have groups in the UK, in Canada, and all over the US. So it's something that's turned um, into something big that's really exciting. Yeah. So how did you get involved with this group? Um, tell us a little backstory about that. I got involved with this group um, about a year ago. I was just a fly on the wall in the Facebook group, kind of seeing what it was all about, reading the questions that were answered. In 2018, I actually had my first miscarriage at eight weeks and went on to have an ectopic pregnancy and another miscarriage. So at that point, I was kind of like, you know, what do you do when you're, you're kind of going through something that you're feeling a lot of emotions, different, you know, anger, just all of these things that you're not totally sure how to break apart and process and kind of put yourself back together again. Yeah. Um, so I had a friend tell me about Moms in the Making. Didn't really know much about it. Knew that there you could attend a group, but wasn't quite wasn't quite ready. Um, and so I started writing. I started writing for myself as just a way to process, um, write down what I'm feeling, and some of those things would be posted on my private Facebook. You know, kind of seeing like, kind of getting a feeler. I guess like, can anyone else relate to this? Yeah. And through that is when I started meeting amazing women from all over. My writing would get picked up on platforms like Her View From Home or The Today Show. And then I would get wow. emails from people. And that started a conversation. And I was like, wow, like, so this is what healing is. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it was for me. Just being able to talk to other women that went through the same thing or just in different ways. I yeah. met people that were going through IVF, that um, had a stillborn baby, were trying to get pregnant, just all these different stories, but how we were still able to come together and support each other. And just having that community made me all of a sudden be like, I'm not always fine, but yeah. I'm not always not fine either. Yeah. Well, and having people that are going through the same thing, I think that's with any traumatic situation, mm -hmm. that is so helpful because I'm sure your family and friends are very supportive, but they don't know mm -hmm. because they're not going through the exact same thing. So. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you're in a place where now I'm in a place where I can adv advocate for these are the things you ask and these are what you don't ask. Um, but 
at that time, it was hard to look at your family and be like, just talk to me and yeah. ask me what you want to ask because I actually do want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, because you're so afraid of making others uncomfortable. Oh, sure. During that time, just because you're emotional anyways. Yeah. Um, so can you, can you tell us some, and I mean, I'm sure everybody handles it very differently, but what are a couple of things that, you know, from an outsider that we should say or should not say to somebody who might be going through um, a miscarriage? Um, the biggest thing is people always, they either don't want to say anything because they don't know what to say, or they're like, I need to say something or it'll be rude. So they say something that they think will be comforting. Um, well, at least it was early. Oh, or gosh, no. <laughs> the baby had a problem, so God took that baby home. Or God needed that baby more than you did. Oh, no. Or you're young, you can try again. Or you know, they'll go into the medical side of, well, you've had your babies too close together, do this, it'll go, you know, because they're, they're wanting to give you answers to help yeah. you. So it's little things like don't come and try to just don't fix it. Yeah. You know, don't try to be a fix it. Come in and say, hey, I know you're going through a hard time. How can, can I, I bring you, you? Yeah. How can I can I bring yeah. you a meal? Um, yeah. Or just drop Starbucks off and then say, I'm here to sit with you. I'm here to talk let me know. But, but by checking in and asking, it's like, we actually want you to ask because we don't want to make other people feel yeah, like, by bringing like carrying our yourself. burden. Yeah. And sure. so like normalizing it and having our friends like feel like it's normal to have that conversation and it's not scary to have that conversation makes us feel less like an alien, which is what you feel like when you're going through something that feels so different than your everyday yeah. life. And then as you begin to talk about it with people that don't, know what it's like but are listening or with people that do know what it's like it starts to feel like okay I'm still normal I'm still me Mm -hmm. my path went a different way than I expected but but I'm okay and just those little things is what made me okay yeah well I props to you for being so vulnerable and writing about it and sharing that um because that can be hard to you know put yourself out there like that so that's um Mm -hmm. commend you for for doing that and helping make it kind of a more normal thing because it is. I mean, I'm sure you have some mm-hmm. statistics for how how often yeah. miscarriages happen. And and, and just infer- infertility and miscarriage, I never knew was so – you hate to say that it's common, but it is. But we don't talk about it just like we don't talk about a lot of issues, you know, yeah. um, because – it's different and people see it as, oh, well, that's just bringing such a negative spin on things. And it's like, no, like we can actually find a lot of hope in those hard conversations because no matter what you're going through, if it's a hard thing, like your, your heart and your mind is being affected by it in some way. Yeah. And the more we remove stigmas from whatever it is of don't talk about that, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. The more we, we, we make those topics normal, the less we will be in isolation by ourselves, getting deeper and deeper and deeper into this sinking hole of depression and anxiety and hopelessness that we can't seem to get out of. And that's where you see marriages ending or yeah. falling into a deep depression or, you know, just whatever it is, because we're getting into this place where we feel like there's no one else. We're just we live alone in this little island that we've created for ourselves. And that was my big eye opener when I finally realized I've created this island of 
that feels like a cage and that is very lonely and that no one understands, but it's because that's where I put myself. So that's when I started digging into, okay, then how do I get out of here? You know, what does that look like? And so that's when I started really seeing and experiencing what Moms in the Making was. Um, They have on their little Facebook group, that's actually a big community now, they have prayer nights, they have fertility questions, and you just see all these women talking about this, I, I just went through this, I had a miscarriage, or we're going through IVF, and does anyone know, you know, how they felt during that experience, just whatever it is, you have this group of women coming together, and talking, and then we have our own separate branches, Um, and so my group is in, I live in Rural Hall, but it's kind of Winston-Salem in the Triad area, and we meet this first and um, the second and fourth Sunday of each month. Okay. And we get together and we kind of go through our curriculum. And this year we're talking about wholeness and what does that look like, which I think is so important with where we are right now because I think we're all feeling a little broken from last year just in different ways. Just our spirit's kind of not feeling normal, put yeah, together whole. Sure. So kind of going through you know, whatever the different women are going through, whether it's miscarriage, infertility, just where in their hearts are they feeling broken or or shame or frustration, and then just kind of going through how to become whole again, how to heal with what mm-hmm. you're going through. And then you have the women that are there that you're able to actually physically see. And yeah. it's not just a Facebook group or someone that I see once a year at the conference. You know, yeah. you have your group. But then that that once a year conference, you get to go and meet up with people that you've been talking to on the internet and that you've seen and and be together. Mm-hmm. And so everyone in this world wants to feel connected. We're all going through something different, but I think we all crave connection. You know, I, I yeah, really learned I that last that. year, <laughs> yeah. you know, when 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 I, I didn't have such a tight community because we were all separated like we crave human interaction, but also connection. You know, I don't just want a, hi, how are you relationship with somebody? Sure. Like, I really want to connect with someone on a level. And somehow that's what keeps us centered Yeah, in life. Uh, yeah, I could not agree more. That's so true. So if you are interested in joining your support group, how would people go about finding it and learning more? Everything is on the www.momsinthemaking.com website. Um, if you're wondering about the conference or if you want if you live somewhere else and you want to figure out if there's a group near you you can go Mm -hmm. and see all the groups and for me you can go on and just email me um ashley beaver at momsinthemaking.com and just send me an email and we can connect that way awesome do you have any success stories that come to mind for somebody who came to the support group and was just very down and out and you saw just a transformation of them my, my group is still new, so we have just got going this year yeah. in my group. But already, um, I had a friend come to me Sunday, and she was like, I want to join your group. I had a miscarriage, you know, a few months ago. And I was like, wow, I never would have, like, we're friends, but I just never would have known that. Because, again, when you go through it, you don't know that you can talk about it. And yeah. so I posted about my group, and it, it opened the door of, okay, I can talk about it here. And then as then you start realizing I can talk about it anywhere because um, if it makes other people uncomfortable, that's not my, you know, problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just seeing and and I had another girl just say, I, I 
didn't have a community and my friends don't really want to talk about it. I want to talk about it, but I haven't felt like I could yet. I'm just glad that I have a place where I can. Yeah. Um, but then seeing several of my friends that are leaders in the group or different people that I've connected with, you know, babies coming out of these stories and yeah. in, in different ways. And that's what's so exciting. One girl is going through foster care Aww. and just celebrating her, you know, as she goes through that, it's like becoming becoming a mom can look like anything. It doesn't have to be a baby that comes physically from you to make it a real baby. And that's sure. something that I really enjoy bringing normal to as well and celebrating all babies. Yeah. No matter where they come from, you know, like, or how you make your family, it's all important. It's all special. And you should never feel like, oh, well, I didn't physically have this baby so I shouldn't have the baby shower I shouldn't send out the the exciting announcement it's like no we're celebrating the moms in the making and also the babies and the amazing things that come out of it yeah oh I love that do you have kind of a I guess definitely a related question but do you have any tips for maybe somebody it has like a, a friend who has been trying to get pregnant for a long time and then they like immediately get pregnant and mm-hmm. they feel this guilt for you know announcing their pregnancy do you Mm -hmm. have any tips for how to kind of handle that or my (laughs) tip even though it's hard it's you it's having that that conversation if that's if it's a close friend having that conversation um even maybe announcing to her first like going to her and be like hey I have this I have this news that I wanted to tell you yeah because for me and I actually wrote an article about because all my friends were getting pregnant when I was losing my babies. Yeah. But that was one thing that I wasn't triggered by, and we are all different. I have another friend who that's very triggering, and going to a baby shower would be too triggering. Yeah. But being, her being able to have that conversation with her friend and being like, it's triggering to me where I can't be there right now, but I'm still excited for you. And so you both being able to celebrate each other in those journeys. Yeah. And it's also sitting back, whether you're the one having the announcement or the one that's not able you know, to share her announcement. It's understanding that we're all in different walks in life. All of our journeys are different. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was, it was remembering we all have our heart, even though it's different than my heart. So that's what helps me celebrate other women's success Mm -hmm. because it's not like, or even if she did, none of us, I don't think, just wake up and we're like, oh, we're successful and we have everything we want in life and we'd had to do <laughs> nope. nothing. We'd absolutely, ha- we didn't have to do anything to get here. Life's just great. You know, we all have our own journeys, our own challenges. And I think just being able to celebrate each other yeah. and the successes. Um, but I think my biggest tip is having a one-on-one conversation with that friend and kind of seeing like. Feeling them out and yeah. seeing what they are comfortable yeah. with. Does this trigger you or does it not? Yeah. Um, for me, I was so, I was happy to tell my friends I'm not triggered by this please invite me. I'm excited for you. You can come to me about, Hey, I'm feeling sick or this is happening. Is this normal? You know, I love that too. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So tell us about some of the articles that you've wrote recently. Um, where, you know, how did you get into that and where have they been published? And it was just something that was on my Instagram back in 2018. I just, it was a little thing that I wrote about losing one of my kids and um, a platform called Love What Matters reached out and asked me to write more of the story um, about pregnancy loss, about my own personal story. And 
at first it was really strange, but that's when I started finding this community of people I could talk to and people that could relate. And for me, I always had this burning passion from the beginning that, well, if I am going to go through something hard, something good will come out of it. Yeah. It will not break me. It might for a time, but I will not stay that way. I will get back up and, and I'm determined that something good will come out of it because I don't want to look back and just say, that's just an area where I failed. Yeah. And that's what we do as women, especially if we can't get pregnant or lose a baby. It's, well, I don't measure up to other women and I fail. So I was automatically like, I will not be a failure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will not let something bad be the only outcome of this situation. Yeah. Well, because when you go through the bad things, that makes the successes that much sweeter and mm-hmm. more, you know, more reason to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. So then I was able to write about just miscarriage and pregnancy loss and secondary infertility and what that looks like with having other kids or what that looks like in marriage. Um, recently, my biggest topic has been mental health and anxiety through COVID because um, mm-hmm. that was also something that I struggled with. So I have my own page. Um, it's called Matriarchs and Maids. It's just on Facebook. Again, I'm like, the website's still too intimidating right now. So that's just yeah. kind of where I stay, my little yeah. comfort zone. You'll get there. Yes, one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then the platforms have been Her View from Home, the Today Show, the Today Show Parents. I'm a freelance writer for my local hospital, Novant Health. Um, so... That's awesome. Yeah. So just a lot of different things have come out of it. And I just, I say every day, God, I don't know which way I'm supposed to go with, with any of them sometimes, Mm -hmm. but what I do is I'm doing it for you and to help other women going through loss. Yeah. And so just keep showing me where to go and and how that helps others, the the right conversations to have, the right people to meet, the right things to do. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to run ahead and be like, I'm going to do this thing. You know, I'm like, I just want to feel peace about what I start. So, I mean, it's been an amazing three years hard, but I've seen so much good come out of pain. And yeah, well, and it's probably healing for you as well to, you know, to know that you are helping these other people that has to, that has to be part of your healing process. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, tell us one more time before we, before we end it, how you, how you can go about finding the support group Mm -hmm. and connecting with you and getting involved Mm -hmm. with the nonprofit. Um, The www.momsinthemaking.com website will have everything on it. You can go on Facebook and also put in moms in the making and find um, just the, the like page where everything's there. Um, you can ask questions there. You can be a fly on the wall. Even if you're not ready to join a group right away, you can just be in the community. You can talk or you can say nothing. And that's what I did for a year is just kind of kind of seeing what it was about. Yeah. Um, and then you can email me personally, ashleybeaver at momsinthemaking.com and ask me questions. We can meet up one-on-one. I tell people it's not something where you have to jump right in and commit right away. I can understand where that is a little intimidating. So even if it's just to have a conversation to meet up and talk with one person instead of a group, Mm -hmm. it's just, again, taking that first step to connect. It's a scary step. It, it's hard, especially if you don't have a friend that you're going with a buddy, but for your own mental health, it's just so important to surround yourself with people that can be there for you when you're going through something hard. Don't live in isolation. Don't stay in that dark place too long. I always told myself, like, go into that dark place for a minute, 
be sad, cry your tears, get, get frustrated, get angry, say what you need to say. Yeah. But then come back out. Mm-hmm. Don't let it become a prison. Yeah. I think that's kind of like a, you got to kind of meet in the middle. Like you can't never go to that dark place. Like if you're really mm-hmm. sad, you know, you have mm-hmm. to go there to some it's degree. Healthy. It's healthy. But yeah, yeah, you can't just, you know, bottle it up and pretend that nothing's wrong. But mm-hmm. you got to find that, find that balance for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I'm, if this podcast even helped, you know, one or two people to find your group, I think that's amazing. And I'm very yeah, excited even about if you, that. Even if you don't find the group, but you just, it helped you through a day. Um, that's where I'm like, yeah. you'll never know who you're helping when you're behind the scenes. But I'm like, I don't need to know. I don't yeah. need to know if I'm helping someone or not, or not. I know that the right words will get to the right people. Yeah. So. Sure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Ashley. It was great chatting with you. Mm -hmm. You as well. (laughs) All right. That is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.